I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. It's mid-morning on Thursday and I'm sitting hunched in the reception area of my own office building. I'm trying not to attract attention as I'm engaged in espionage. I'm spying on people as they come in and out. Receptionists, I've often thought, are an underused resource. They witness the behaviour of people at moments when they think they're unobserved and can therefore spot the rude and the nasty, as well as the jolly good sort, faster and more accurately than the rest of us. I've never understood why these impressions are not widely used in hiring, in promotion or in anything where character plays a part. But last week I heard of a property company in Mayfair that deploys its receptionist in just this way. The chief executive has developed a system where the woman at the front desk, who's worked with him for years, greets guests, offers refreshments and then, the minute the visitor has stepped into the lift to meet the boss, fires off an email reporting that Mr X did not say thank you when offered coffee, Mr Y didn't meet her eye or, rudest of all, that Mr Z arrived talking loudly into his phone and barely broke off to give his name. In property, where a deal can still be clinched on a handshake, such espionage ought to be particularly valuable. There's no scientific evidence that it works, though the company in question appears to be doing very nicely indeed. So I sit in the Financial Times reception and wait. Most of the people who go in and out are colleagues, half of whom greet the receptionist as they pass, while the rest do not. I note the greeters are the same people whom I've found on long acquaintance to be generally civilised. Those who march in silence past the desk are a more mixed group, made up of introverts, members of the awkward squad and the odd nasty piece of work. I'm not the first to see this reception test as a good way of sorting out corporate sheep from goats. The senior partner of a city law firm used to make prospective partners mime how they came into the office in the morning, and those whose routine did not include a friendly good morning to the receptionist were either turned down for partner or were told they would have to learn better manners. Of the visitors who arrive at my office, many could do with such a lesson. One man, when asked to spell his last name, rattles off the letters with contempt, his eyes fixed on a point three feet above the receptionist's head. Imperious, I think. Hierarchical. Another guest peers around to see what the receptionist is typing to ensure the spelling of her name is correct. Control freak, I conclude. A third man comes in, coldly gives his name and saunters over to sit down, taking off his coat to show how at home he feels. Entitled, I decide. When the person he's seeing greets him, he leaps up, all warmth and charm. I've got his number. He's political. An operator. After a while, patterns start to emerge. On being told to take a seat, the relaxed do as they're told, 
while the anxious stand, some uncomfortably close to the desk, or worse, pace up and down the marble floor in clippy heels. The super-anxious cannot wait more than two minutes without returning to the desk to ask if the receptionist has forgotten to announce their presence. The security pass also offers a test of personality. When handed the oblong plastic card on a string, the obedient hang it round their necks, while rebels stuff it in a pocket. When it comes to using it to operate the electronic barrier, there is an inverse relationship between seniority and effectiveness. Many of the most important people fail to follow the advice on where to put the card. High marks go to those who laugh off incompetence. Lower marks to those who fly into a rage and glare at the receptionists as if it were all their fault. The final test is when the meeting is over and the guest is on the way out. Most people hand the pass back and say goodbye. But a rude few sling it across at the receptionist without a word. The terminally scatty leave the building with the passes still in their pockets. I ask our security guards if they think they can tell a lot from the people in the building from how they enter and leave it. They all say they can. One tells me that he's had some training in character analysis. He used to work up the road at the magistrate's court. Defendants would turn up at reception in gangs, scowling and fighting, sometimes with knives hidden in their pockets, only to turn meek and demure once brought in front of a magistrate. Who was guilty and who was not was pretty clear, he said. The law may prevent such details being used in court, but there's nothing in any corporate code that says rudeness and impatience in the reception area can't be taken down in evidence and used against us. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.